I like it. All right, and hack. Welcome everybody. It is 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, 6 p.m. my time. Uh, welcome to the Queens of Nerdum episode 11, the Echo Rap Party. Echo Rap Party. Echo. 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 Oh, sorry. Um, I am Tay. <laughs> I'm Jen. I'm Mac. What's up? What up, guest star Mac? Straight yes. Thanks for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. Thanks for having um, Of course. Ugh. Well, uh, we have all sorts of fun things to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to do a quick little little dilly about Echo. Had some thoughts we wanted to share about that. And then uh, we have a new segment that we want to introduce you guys to tonight called the Nerd Forecast. Just wait and see. Hope you like it. back from our fabulous fabulous intro uh we're gonna go ahead and go into our shots what's everybody taking a shot of today that peach crown oh because you're with the okay. queens and you gotta wear a crown i get it i see you that's see exactly you. what it is <laughs> how did you know <laughs> well i'm doing the the peach Ciroc. so uh Jen, i have tropical rum i have tropical okay. rum it's, it's, you know, peach tropical. It's, it's in there. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take a uh, shot. I would like to take a shot to the continued growth of DFPN with all of our brethren and um, all of you out there. Thank you for tuning in. Um, does anybody else have anything they want to take a shot to? Uh, no, I agree. Uh, it's kind of like the same thing we took a shot to for uh, the smoke pit a couple weeks back. So just uh, continuing to grow and seeing everybody 
get in their bag creatively um, and then exploring their creativity, not knowing what they're capable of until they fucking try to do it is dope. I love to see it. So that's what this shot is for. Hell yeah. I like Cheers. it. Cheers. Cheers. Yum, yum, yum. Much smoother than the Kraken I shot one time. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. I don't know. I felt sterile inside after I did it. I was like, oh, oh my God. There's no, there's no germs anymore. <laughs> yeah. I feel bleached inside. I'm good. <laughs> Jen, that's way too much information about your life. Oh my goodness. It's <laughs> just, just a shot. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. You also drink Fabuloso? No? Okay. Um, so anyway. <laughs> it smelled so good. I like the lavender. Okay. I can't handle it. A fun fact is I actually put the lavender pine salt in with my laundry. Like I do like a shot of it in with my laundry. Oh, you put, oh, I'm like, what are you? Oh, yeah, no, I take a shot. No, I put it in the laundry. <laughs> laundry Get away, day. germs. First of all, laundry day is I late. don't have COVID. Do you have COVID? <laughs> <Fabuloso>. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> to go into Echo. Um, we'll start with Jen and then we'll go to Willie and then we'll go to me and we'll just kind of like bounce like that. Um, okay. we're going to start with what caught your eye and what do you want to bring up about Echo, um, as to your mm -hmm. reviews. And then we're going to go into our puff rating and then, uh, what to expect. Uh, what caught my eye? Well, it's kind of dumb actually. Well, I felt dumb. Um, so, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching Echo. I'm like, man, that prosthetic leg, man, that, that CGI is just great these days. Like, I can't, can't believe it. I'm like, wow, she's really, oh, she really does have a prosthesis. So I felt dumb. And then I was like thinking to myself while I'm watching it. I'm like, damn, you know, they're like, I'm not as fluent in uh, ASL as I used to be. But, you know, I'm watching it. I'm like, you know, I'm picking up what they're saying. I'm like, man, they're really, they really did a good job on the mm. sign language on that. Not realizing that the character is actually like the actress is actually deaf. So um, mm -hmm. that caught my eye. Yeah, actually I, to piggyback <laughs> off of that, that was the first thing that I actually did talk about as well is that she actually is deaf uh, and has that prosthetic leg, but she actually did her own stunts nonetheless of having that like prosthetic leg. Like she did all of that. Heck which yeah, girl. I thought that was like super dope, but sorry, continue. No, um, that really caught my eye. And of course, um, <clears throat> I was going to be watching this regardless because uh, watching uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as a kingpin is just, he is just amazing when he plays kingpin. I loved watching him in Daredevil and just seeing him come back. I was super, super geeked about that. Just seeing him play it, I'm just like, oh, nobody else could ever be kingpin in my eyes. Like, it's Vincent D'Onofrio. Like, he's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Like, I absolutely love that. Same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I thought that the um, the original character in the movie, the movie that nobody talks about, right? Uh, he oh. did a, actually kind of good job as Kingpin. Um, I can't I remember what it I thought so. You don't agree. Absolutely not. And that's nothing okay. against him, Mike. It's nothing against him, but no, it's one of those where the the actors can only do so much with what was given to them, you know, 
it, it was a half ass script, a half ass story. Marvel didn't know what the fuck they were doing at the time with their their IP, so mm-hmm. they gave that. It fell flat, so everybody moved on. <laughs> at like Charlotte, this. so uh, it's a win win. Except it's- for Jennifer Gardner that did Electra, like she did a whole like movie off of Daredevil, right? That happened. Yeah. They tried, to, they tried to start their cinematic universe, I guess. Kind of, and it didn't work too well. No. Mm. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate that Electra, but I mean, after we got like the Daredevil Electra, I like that like so much more. So much more. I like the yeah, I like that one so much more, but yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, what else caught your eye, take? Anything else? Um, so for me, uh, I thought it was like, since, yeah, cool. So, um, (laughs) I think that, uh, the cool part for me was like when it was like the first episode, maybe the second episode, when you actually got to see Ronan, um, who was Hawkeye, right? You Mm -hmm. got to see him like messing up, um, the auto shop. And then you're like, oh man, it's happening. Um, so back on like the actual first like nerd forecast that we did, um, I had talked about like Echo and the fact that I would hope to see, um, like a few characters in it. Right. Uh, and Hawkeye was one of them. So like actually getting to see Hawkeye, uh, in Echo, uh, made mm-hmm. me like kind of geek out a little bit. Um, what caught my eye also is that like Kingpin, like you actually felt for him in this one, you kind of felt for him a little bit in, um, Daredevil in that series, but with um, this series of Echo, like you got to see him be like the father role um, that he never really got to do, and um, um, and it really made me just like feel like a tearjerker of some type of like, oh my goodness, like he actually um, wants to be like her dad and is like looking out for what's best for her and is trying to learn ASL in a sense, right. For her, um, upon some research, I did see that there was supposed to be an extra episode, but due to like money constraints and, um, really just, uh, the writing also with the writers, um, strike that happened, uh, they didn't get to have that sixth episode, um so it was it was interesting um to see like that happen um and see like how they worked forward hmm. mac what you got <clears throat> oh yeah, what, what got your eye dude oh did you uh did you wanted to add something to uh what what tay just stated nope you're good all right um so first of all i'm a big fan whenever they kind of bring in new characters to the forefront uh, that are kind of lesser known in, in the Marvel world, right? Um, I didn't know about Echo until Hawkeye, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not big into the comics and everything, but I'm, I'm the dude that when a when they introduce lesser known properties or characters, you know, I get online and I, I try to look them up to see what's going on. So uh, when mm-hmm. they introduced her as Echo, you know, I do research and then I see what her powers are in um in their you know the comic universe and I'm just like oh she's about to be 
a problem, right? This, like, <laughs> yeah. muscle, like muscle memory just to observe and then be able to repeat whatever action that she just observes. Like not just fighting, but anything. Somebody's, she can go to a, a, a opera or um, a whatever, see a, a great, you know, musician, mm-hmm. whatever. she can watch that person do whatever and then instantly do that. So I was like, she's, she's going to be a problem. And when they started talking about her, and the uh, the street level stuff with Daredevil and like, you know, she's watching Daredevil fight, and then you know that that that's going to be incredible to see. So, mm. um, you kind of get a little bit of that, but they don't go full. You know, she's almost like Taskmaster. How Taskmaster can also do that, yeah. but I, they were just kind of Taskmaster was programmed to do that or whatever. But either way, um. So I know they couldn't do all that in Hawkeye because it's about Hawkeye and Kate Bishop and all that stuff. Uh, seeing my man Vincent come back to do uh, Kingpin, which I will 100% agree with Jen when it comes to my favorite roles that he has played. Like the temperament he uses and how he can easily go from being calm and collected and then just go to fucking berserk. zero souls. Let you know how how unstable mm. is, you know, yeah. how unstable that character is. I think he does it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and to go back to what Tay said, the moments where he's super vulnerable and he's just like, you know, Maya, just come back. Like, I'm, I'm doing all this for you. Like, just yeah, back to me, you know, the, the part where the dude wouldn't give her the, the ice cream or the hot dog or whatever. And my man was like, oh, <laughs> hold on one second. <laughs> Hold, 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 hold. Use your words, and he was like, "Bitch, <laughs> I wish you would." <laughs> let, me, let me let me talk to you for a second. Fucked his ass up, right? And then, yeah. like, he knew that that was one side of him that he mm-hmm. did not want Maya to see, right? So he's just like, "Hey, can you bring me a jacket? I don't want it." And he looks, and she's just like, "All right, cool. You know, let me get my lick in." You know, so I it's that moment like that where I'm just like, "Fuck yeah!" But then based on what you know about kingpin like later on in the series when he's trying to like hey just come back you know everything's mm-hmm. cool i know you shot me in my head you know it's cool whatever just come back all's forgiven there's a part of me that's like you don't think he wants to get get back for you shooting him in the head like i don't know if i could trust this dude right, right. like he's saying all the right things like he just wants you to come back all of that stuff and you guys did post in your group a poll to see hey um was he genuinely caring and wanted her to come back to be his daughter or was he just looking to just groom her to be an heir? And I think a, another option that I was thinking is like, I don't know what kind of plan for get back or public display of, Hey, everybody who works for me, this person tried to kill me, watch what I'm doing to her. So you guys don't get any ideas. Right. Yeah. Not real so big. Back, yeah. About that poll actually. So we actually had like 30% of our votes um going to that uh kingpin was actually looking out for maya whereas like 69 actually um said (laughs) nice and said Mm -hmm. that kingpin was caring about his empire um you know we try to get those polls out uh for our fellow um nerds but so vincent 100 percent up there i do like kind of pros and cons like i like when they they allow something to breathe by giving it a series mm-hmm. however i don't think giving it just was it five or six sh- episodes five 
I don't think that was enough to kind of tell the story that they were trying to tell. Because to me, it felt hella rushed the last episode and a half, if that. You know, they're just trying to close everything up. And, like, at the end of the day, I get it. You know, you're, she's not completely gone. She'll arrive in other episodes. This is just kind of an introduction. But um, I, I, I just thought it was just rushed and the ending was kind of done like a gimmick because again i said um i know a lot of the stuff that the mcu does isn't literally taken straight from the comics but i was super hyped to see see the the actual her talent from the comics be displayed i know they started getting into a uh a spiritual kind of like you're just almost you know it it reminded me of like avatar uh okay You know how like she went to the Avatar state because you saw yeah. her last, yeah, the the last people that had her gift, um, no, the I same way it. that Aang did that. Yeah, that's actually completely true. So when I saw that, I was just like, "Yo, what the hell?" Like, I mean, if if this is the direction you're going, that's cool. But you know, and then for her to just be like, you know, I I grant you gifts as well to fight back everybody. I'm just like, okay, you know. I guess this is how you wrap this stuff up. And then just straight Avatar again. Kingpin's mad. Beep. You know, let me do the the little thing to take your anger away from you. Just like he took fire. Well, from, you know, yeah. I'm just like. What Aang is still wins, on? though. No, no. I agree I mean, with this. Yes, person. absolutely. <laughs> Aang still wins. Avatar oh, Aang 100%, wins. 100%. You know? Yeah. 100%. Um, Regardless of whatever the smoke pit, you know, your guys' uh, group decided to vote that, you know, like and Avatar Kale wasn't there. Keenan and Kel shows up, Aang is out of here. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> Aang has no chance. Mm. <laughs> but that, that was probably my only gripe is is the ending. The the research they put in, the work they did, uh, you know, with the uh, the Native American tribes that they were talking to, yeah. the, the history from... Uh, actually employing and uh, using uh, Native American actors and actresses and not, mm-hmm. you know, casting somebody to portray one. Um, I love that Marvel tries to stay stay true to that. And like you said, Jen, um, finding an a, a actress that can do or portray what they want to play without using right. CGI or having yeah. someone play somebody disabled and things That's so freaking cool i appreciate that i, I think yeah. the first time marvel actually did that did you guys know that like this is the first was, time marvel has actually used like a disabled person for like yeah a, like, like i agree with this person like role. the inclusion was great like i i love that like if there's a person that exists out there use them I yeah that's awesome yeah yeah i agree with you because they out there doing the acting too you know what i'm saying i mean yeah. it's the only time Hollywood would go out and get a person of a certain demographic is like if they had elves or a little person, they're just like, well, let's go cast some little people, you know, and then that would be like, oh, look at our inclusion. Like, that's touchy. That's so touchy. It, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood was just so bad doing that. But now Marvel comes around, they're like, you know, let's do our research. Let's just, um, and I would say even Fox with the latest uh, Prey movie they did, uh, going back yeah. to one, they did a lot of research and cooperation and working with instead of just taking a ball and running with it and mm-hmm. ask, asking for forgiveness afterwards, you know? 
So you're saying right. he didn't like M. Night Shyamalan this movie? 100%. Oh, okay. One cool. Or um, the series, rather. Yeah, God, you said it. Just, oh, just, I did. Yep. But, um, yeah, it, it, overall, like, was it a good watch? Yes. The ending kind of, uh, not, it's not season eight Game of Thrones bad, but you know. Um, <laughs> so to go into that. Like, it was tracking up, right? It was Don't bring up Game of Thrones. Don't it was do it. It had my attention. The ending kind of, you know, like it's click, 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 click. And then it's it wasn't bad, but I expected. Yeah. I expected so, that. So, Willie, for that, what yes. is your puff rating? Since you're on the smoke pit, and we want to bring that, you know, inclusivity here. What is the puff rating? Well, the, the puff rating, yeah, we brought that on smoke, but here, I think that it would be just totally rude of me to come in here and bring puffs. I think we should talk crowns. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. So out of, are we doing, are, are we a scale of one to 10 or one to five here? One to uh, five. One to five. Because then you got to bring math in and you got to do the halves <laughs> and stuff. I would say, <clears throat> I would say two and a half crowns. Mm. Okay, with with the anticipation that. that any future appearance of her, I think will will kind of flesh out because there's a lot of people like, yo, what the fuck happened at the end of you know, Echo? Yeah, yeah. And they'll flesh that out and kind of smooth that over or whatnot. But two and a half, I'll I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah, no, I I completely actually agree. Yeah. I gave it um actually a three just for the casting alone. As oh, well yeah. as the uh, potential that it has um, going forward, uh, which we'll talk about in like a second. But I gave it a three. Jen, what you got? I have to go with Willie. Like it, I have to go with like two and a half crowns. I mean, it wasn't. There were some aspects that I appreciated, but then again, um, there was um, some interviews that were brought to my attention that there's a lot of. Um, directors and producers that are making these marvel shows and they're explicitly told don't read the comics don't read the comics don't read the comics mm -hmm. just do the show just write the show mm -hmm. how you think would and um i had a, a lot of issues with that because that's where you see and i won't go my tangent till we're done doing our crowns but <clears throat> i agree with the uh the two and a half okay because the so, story could have been better. So, Kately, I see your comment um, about, like, you actually enjoyed the series. I would love to know how many crowns you actually gave uh, mm -hmm. this series uh, when you get a second. Ooh. Jedi's here. Hey. Kimpachi's here. Ooh, look. It's a party, y'all. Look at this. Yeah. Know. It is. Look. It is. It is happening. Jedi's here. Rob's here. Eric's here. If, ooh, ooh. All right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was actually a couple of things I wanted to touch on. Um. I didn't know what a Marvel spotlight was, so I did a little digging. Um, hmm. It kind of read to me as like a, a a novella in a way. So it was a way for Stan Lee to like introduce characters that are kind of outside of the MCU. But when he did it back in the 70s, he did it to um, introduce new characters without having all this money and marketing and stuff wasted. And one's like a ghostwriter, I think Spider Woman, 
and uh, Werewolf by Night were some of the ones that kind of uh, took off with it, which looking at it now, it's like, wow, okay, so you got like at least three good ones from that, that, you know, that I found. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, well, you said it about the muscle mimic. So I was very vested with this muscle mimic idea because do you guys remember Heroes? My, yeah. my, well, my dear sweet heroes. So oh, yeah. for the writer strike back oh. in the day, you had uh, Monica Dawson was a muscle mimic. And I think you were first introduced to her because she was just like blown away. Like she was able to like cut a tomato and turn like a rose. And yeah. then she was like watching wrestling. And then there's like this robber and she did like this wrestling move. She's like, oh my God, I didn't know I could do that. And I was really upset when that didn't continue and then you had the writer's strike and what Kately say give four give crowns four. and a change four four I'm more patient most people let things play out i get that um <clears throat> but I, was, I was upset that um they didn't really play more into the muscle mimic because um i did too jedi like that man heroes was just one of those ones where like the writer strike killed it and i was so upset about that because even when they tried to reboot it it just didn't have the same feel for me anyway um but yeah so that that's kind of like what i envisioned and seeing a muscle mimic so when they take my uh maya and then they make her have like this weird power that comes like from her ancestors i was i was disappointed i'm like that's not that's not the story and that's that's something that you don't need to change. Like, don't change that. Like, make her a muscle mimic. I would find her way more intimidating if she's, like, when she's fighting Daredevil in that first episode, and she just, like, looks at him and all of a sudden starts copying him. That would put, like, the fear freaking death into me. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, she Yo, that would have been dope, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, just think. You think your ass got, like, a really unique fucking fighting style? She just watched you? Like, I can do that. Watch. Oh! Right. terrifying that's that was the thing i think they kind of missed the mark like i wish they would have kept that portion like the whole ancestor thing i get what they were trying to do didn't really hit for me like i'm not knocking like like overall like i enjoyed the show but mm-hmm. i was just kind of disappointed in that aspect like they really mm-hmm. should have kept it um one of the other things i really liked was um because she's deaf I like their use of sound. Yes. I think I think the scene that really stood out to me was the um the one where they're fighting in the roller skating rink and all the sound goes out and all you hear is like a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Now, some people say like oh she hears a heartbeat over me. Well, no she can't because she's deaf. Maybe she feels it because a lot of like deaf people don't wear like really thick-soled shoes cuz they can still feel the vibrations of like music and stuff. But I think she to me, she focuses on her heartbeat. Maybe when she's fighting to help her focus, that could be my brain going way out into the left field. But I feel like that's what you're hearing is her heartbeat when she's fighting. I, I thought that use of sound was really a great idea and very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then the, um, the other thing I think they could have did better was find a way to let you know what her thoughts are. Like, I think that's one thing when, even when you have, like, books that get turned into, like, movies, you miss that part. 
of the character and they can't always convey it through like their expressions but when you have like their inside thoughts you miss that part and that's that connection to the character that you miss so i think there's something that they could have done a little bit more to kind of help you connect with the character mm-hmm. because i felt a little bit more connected with kingpin because we know him so much better and you can hear his thoughts and he conveys that feeling so well what's now- that do you think that's more and and i was going to get into this uh when it comes to the street level heroes hmm. i think we we're we're kind of spoiled because netflix gave us you know multiple seasons of at least 12 episodes if, if i'm not mistaken each one about 45 minutes to an hour long yeah uh, three seasons of daredevil so that's three seasons of getting to know kingpin getting to right, know right. and all him um three seasons of jessica jones two of of luke cage two of you know what i'm saying so we got time yeah. to, to get to really know the backstory and and the, the everything kind of revolving around these lesser known characters that aren't avenger type stuff right so right. then here comes you know echo we get introduced in in hawkeye people are hold on my wife's coming in through the garage after i was like park outside you hear everything and everything's like oh what the hell's happening out here right i hear nothing i just thought you're getting attacked by a terminator terminator really you should run (laughs) are you john connor like for real john connor run get to the chopper uh, get to the chopper i'm sorry (laughs) but going back to that like only five episodes to really try to flush out a character that was introduced to us as a a side point who who ended hawkeye by shooting king i was like jesus christ like so violent <laughs> fucking continue this story please i want to know what happens um so i feel like i i would hope i haven't read anything or looked anything up i'm hoping that marvel is planning on doing something special with this character because why sit here and give us a spotlight like here here's a here's a solo thing on just echo and then just mm-hmm not continue that story you know what i'm saying i'm really mm-hmm. hoping they got something planned mm-hmm. uh introduce her in an upcoming movie because i know they kevin kevin feige i mean but you're he's, doing he's, kevin. he's on shaky ground the last few ones but the expectation <laughs> is he is he is throwing uh quote-unquote filler episodes before we get back to like some real shit happening in the mcu which i'm fine with um, right. I'm content. I'm content. You know, I'm okay. I'm alive anyway. That's... I'm just saying it's it's we didn't really get a lot of like I would I would have really liked to have seen eight, maybe nine episodes of oh that. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, she, she could have used more. Mm-hmm. See, and especially with the stuff. amount of um, I mean, there are comics, you know, about Echo. Not that I have read them, I've just done some research. Um, but based on like what I have uh, read on that research, right, um, there are so many uh, different avenues that they could go with this. So uh, my expectation um, is that they're going to use her in the Daredevil Born Again series that is coming to Netflix probably around February of 2025 due to the writer strike, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also the, um, if you do a little... Or Disney Plus. Uh, Disney has all that stuff. It might. It might actually go back to Disney. Yeah, you're actually right. Yeah, because okay. Echo came out on Disney. So you're absolutely correct. Thank you um, 
to that correction. You're right. Um, so it's probably going to be on Disney Plus that um, this uh, this series comes out on. Now we're just kind of like waiting to hear um, if it actually is coming out or if it isn't. Uh, since they only like Disney only came out with their 2024 stuff, we don't know yet if uh, Daredevil: Born Again is coming out in 2025. So we're just holding off on that. Um, but also in the um, comics, you can actually also see that she actually was the first Ronin. Fun fact, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And that she actually was the one to pass it down onto Hawkeye, which kind of sparked their uh, romantic relationship. Um, and then she also had the uh, Jean Grey, like the what? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so bad. I can't repeat it. Jay. Damn it, Jen. Now you have all of my curiosity. <laughs> yeah, you got to repeat it now, Jen. Like together they're Helen Keller. Oh no! I did. I said it. I'm sorry. Oh no! God, don't tell anybody I said that. Shit, y'all. It's all our secret. Kate, don't say nothing. (laughs) Don't say nothing. Don't say. (laughs) But (laughs) what I actually was trying to say was that no, you're completely fine. I love your little comment, and it was perfect. (laughs) I love you for that. Um, what I was trying to say actually was that she actually also, uh, was, uh, one of the ones that had the, uh, Phoenix force. So the same thing that you see Jean Grey have, she actually also got it at some point, um, due to Namor and her fight. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you want to read more, you know, that's a whole rabbit hole for some, uh, comic reading, uh, or just researching in general, but, um, <laughs> now I'm going in the comment. Also, if you're watching this and and you see us pull up your comment and it says Facebook user, you you gotta log in the Streamyard and allow them to use your name when it pops. Yeah. So you can see who does this because there's a lot of just Facebook users, and we're looking on our phones trying to who the fuck is that? You know it's. <laughs> We love y'all. We we want y'all to get credit for the hilarity that you're providing. <laughs> I give you one guess as to who the Kung Fu Helen Keller street level badass was. One guess. Uh, so my, is Rob, it my husband? But I've seen Rob in uh I've seen it Rob. It is in, her husband. Yeah, husband. Alright, there you go. That's my husband. Thanks for supporting me, babe. Appreciate you. And that right there, that's AD saying that uh <laughs> You're not fine. You're wrong. But we'll allow it. But we'll allow it. We'll allow it. it. Thank you for this this grace. Thank you. All right, Jen, what are your expectations? I don't know. I, uh, you know, I don't know. It kind of depends on how they're going to attack it. Like, are they going to look at this and look at the reviews and do another one? Or are they going to treat it like a spotlight? And they're like, oh, well, that didn't get any traction. Let's try another one. Mm-hmm. Or are, are they using it to introduce side characters for a bigger story? Like, I, I'm not really sure. 
Um, they haven't said anything that, to my knowledge about it, unless somebody else has heard something. Um, no, they haven't even said that there's going to be a season two yet. Like, they have completely kept it quiet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if they made a season two, of course, I'll, I'll watch it. Give her give her a watch. See, you know, maybe they build more on that muscle mimic thing. Like, I don't I know. Was, we'll I, see. Whatever Marvel puts out, I'm going to watch. It'll be a... T- like... I've watched I've watched Iron Fist on on Netflix, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I would come home from work and I'm just like, let me try to get a couple episodes in just so I could see it. Because you never know, you're watching fucking Phase whatever of the MCU and it's It's straight and you're just like, ha, like that fucking uh, DiCaprio me. Hey, I know that guy. I know that guy. You never know who Marvel's <laughs> going to take out and put in a show, right? Put it's in true. a movie and all of this <laughs> other stuff. So, um, you know, I, I just thumbed like Secret Invasion. That 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 was tough for a little bit, but then it picked up. So, you know, I, I always give it, it I always give the benefit of the doubt. And mm-hmm. I will say between the two, the between the two entities, DC and Marvel, like Marvel has let me down less than DC. <laughs> Their win record, and it's like, bro, I'd rather. You know, like, you know, I'd rather just give Marvel the chance to screw me over because more times than not, they're not going to do that in DC is. So this is true. This is so true. I mean, Marvel (laughs) usually has a plan. Like they they have a plan. It's not just like, you know, a fart in the wind. Like here. Avengers are a thing. Make Justice League now. We haven't introduced everybody. Put them on a flash drive. Have Batman see it, double click the icon, and then make just immediately. Got it. Do it now. Do it now. Engage. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. So, I don't like what would season two of Echo be? If, because you're like, if season two comes out, you're like, where does I think it would be developing her as now a free Native American woman. Like, that's what I think it would be. Away from Kingpin, away from all of that, like, how would she grow? And, like, as now she is not a Ronin, like, what would she become? Mm-hmm. Maybe. That's what I would think. Like, that's just my opinion. So Jedi I- thinks it's not one-off. He thinks that... Yeah, I feel like we, we- it can't be a one-off if you put that much... And this is the business side. Yeah. You invest money. And that yeah. much time and research and co- co- collaboration with, uh, you know, uh, the Native Americans and, and and learning. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of stuff just for five episodes just to be like, hey, look what we did. She could yeah. be a character. I want to see what they do. Because, like, Miss Marvel, again, like, the way they had her power show in the television series on, on Disney Plus is not mm-hmm. what Kamal was doing in, in, in the in the uh the comics and stuff right but right i mean visually would you just want to just keep seeing somebody's fist get big and all you know what i'm saying like you gotta you gotta try to make things adaptable to, to television and stuff so i understand what they were doing there a lot of the powers that a lot of these characters have when you start really getting into these these comic heroes like you're just like yeah right. f- like the amount of money we're going to be spending to She'll she'll just be CGI the whole fucking time if you're just trying yeah. to make 
big and stretch out and everything. It's like, why even have an axis, you know? Mm-hmm. So with the muscle mimic, like, I'm just like, bro, this is no CGI is needed. You know, she just yeah. sees somebody and they just go hand to hand. Like some training is needed for fist, fisticuffs. Yeah. You know, when she pulls out fucking <laughs> Jack Johnson. That's a word. <laughs> and a uh, word. And Judas <laughs> Light, you know what I'm saying? And, and starts fisticuffing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I see what you did there. I see. It, you know, it's a callback. It's an inside joke. You guys get it. Later. It's, it's fine. But like, again, if they're just like you know, in twenty twenty five, Echo season two, like, please believe I'm tuning in. Like I'm there. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing too is maybe they're trying to do two different avenues. Like maybe build up their street heroes because they were trying to do that with like you were saying, um. With Jessica Jones and Daredevil, like Luke Cage, and then you had Iron Fist, and then we had like they, Defenders. Yeah. yeah. Defenders. I was like, oh, I'll fix with Defenders. It's I cool. liked it a lot. Like, I was like, oh, Iron Fist was, oh, God, it's like taking your cough medicine. Like, you know, it's going to make you better and you need it for the story, but you're like, oh, God. Eucalyptus flavor. Like, bro, you could get great. Oh. No, does anyone have- remember Robitussin? Yes. Yeah. Oh. See all the faces you guys made. (laughs) Like a, it's like a listerine, but it was like the gold color listerine. It had like no. Oh god! But it was just like your mouth was totally sterile. The the flavor was kill germs. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. what is a golden? Oh god, septic. Oh, it's disgusting. But. Anyway, so you know, you had Iron Fist, and then you know, you went on to the Defenders. You had to watch Iron Fist in order to understand, but. I'm kind of wondering if maybe that's what they're doing. Like if they're having like a, they're building up their street level. And at the same time, like in the movies, they're building up like their, their new Avengers and the next generation. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, kinda, I'm suspicious. I have my suspicions. Okay. We'll see. That's okay. what I think. What do you think, Tay? No, I like that. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said already, like I would love to see, um, her appear in the Daredevil Born Again series and then really uh, uh, because there is so much comment uh, or comic um, background like Jedi said they didn't actually and you Jen um, they didn't actually like read the comics because they told them not to and they like fully disclosed that in an interview but there are pieces that they did use so it makes you think like maybe did read pieces of comics like the fact that daredevil was shot in the eye like that's part of a comic right it was two eyes rather than the one but i mean it's still something to like discuss um eye for an eye. sorry <laughs> no you're completely fine but with that being said if we have all of our uh expectations out of the way i would love to get into a nerd forecast with you guys <gasps> let's do it let's do it Ooh. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> like our podcast. I love it. I love well, it. Well, uh, the first thing that we are actually going to go online with, so we're going to kind of go through the month of March. 
Um, but we're going to kind of do it in order as well. And we'll let you guys know if it's a movie or if it's in it um, or if it's a show and then where you will see it. Uh, so without further ado, the first one that we're going to talk about is Dune Part 2. Oh. So this is a movie um, that is based off of the Dune book. Uh, there is a Dune Part 1, clearly, right? Um, and then uh, it is coming out in uh, our correction on March 1st. Um, this is after three years. So we got the first Dune Part 1 um, three years ago. So uh, 2021. Um, so now we're finally getting Dune Part 2. Uh, I'm super excited about it because I loved uh, Dune Part 1. Now, don't come at me, but I'm not. I've never watched the original Dune, and I <laughs> have not read the book. No. Um, <laughs> he said, both are coming at me. Oh, God. <laughs> Unless you have time. Because my, my dad, is the, the he's the OG. I read the book and I watched the old one and this I'm just like, bro, I'm trying to be entertained at the movies, bro. Like <laughs> the OG movie is boring. Like I'll let you finish, but then I I'll, I'll, I'll speak my piece. No, but I mean you, like I'm I did love Dune Part 1. I do know that some people thought that it was like slow, but I do think that it like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it is a build up and it is building up to this part 2 to something that is just like, oh shit, it's happening. Um, so, you know, you have uh, Zendaya, who is MJ and Spider-Man, who is in this movie, as well as um, Captain Salazar from Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, <laughs> that's how I know him. But anyway, um, okay. yeah. <laughs> But the two of them are going to be in this movie. Um, I'm super excited for it. Uh, I probably am going to go to the movies to actually go see this, even though it's, like, super expensive. I'll probably go to a matinee to go see it, you know, day drink. Um, but anyway. Uh, is it uh, available in IMAX type thing? I'm sure Oh, yeah, 100%. It's got to be. Hey, Jedi, thank you again so. for uh, coming through. Um, thank hey, you for Jedi. tuning in. Hi. Um. <clears throat> Willie, do you want to go first? Um, you back I, will, I, can tell. I will say I have not read the book. My dad is is one of those. Uh, I read mm -hmm. the book. Watched <laughs> Nerd. It. Yeah. Um, he is <laughs> low key. Like he 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 dabbled in the comics. You know, late into his uh his or into his early twenties and kind of moved on. So he kind of remembers a lot because we'll talk comics. He'll be like, "Well, actually, back like, what do you?" Like you've had this knowledge this whole time, and you've like never wanted to <laughs> like superhero stuff. Yeah, me down. But you know, usually him and my older brother will go catch like the MCU movies and stuff like that. But um, he's a big component on he he likes the OG stuff. Obviously, he was old enough to to be there when Dune Part One or Dune came out. The book is like I'm not of a book reader. <laughs> when he showed me the book for Dune, I'm just like, there's no way in this this world i mean two years to read that here, <laughs> here years book, bro um so like now, how does dune compare to like lord of the rings are they the same amount of like thickness or i think lord of the rings is longer now is lord of the rings like i'm i'm probably giving away 
a certain you, you you will gauge what level of nerd or where my expertise in the nerd scale is at based on this question. Is it not multiple books or is Lord of the Rings one whole book? It should be multiple books. Yeah. Okay. So are you talking about like Fellowship of the Ring? I, I've never seen yeah. that. Like I've seen the Dune book and I was like, fuck. Like who? Oh, so it, it, she, she's a thick boy. And she's thick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thick. Three C's. Three C's. Um, but you got to just take in consideration this day and age, like the way movies are made, like nobody's going to just be like, go watch the Dune from the eighties and then compare it to what we've been seeing lately cinematically. Right. Mm -hmm. You, you got to retell that story, fresh new faces, uh, better CGI because, I mean, let's, let's just face it. Like movie, you can do more to put a better perspective on like the the fucking sandworms like if you see them things in the old movie you're just like get this it's like we were talking about in our chat the the old godzilla movies versus the new ones like you see the man in the <laughs> yeah. godzilla suit and you're just like back then like yeah that's so cool now you watch it like okay. what the hell like hey my kid likes it he loves it i don't know why <laughs> or godzilla coming in riding in on its tail yeah yeah well, actually, he was doing a flying kick, so this tail yeah. right, right, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm, 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 I'm all for it. I think the first Dune came out during COVID, so like HBO Max was like just streaming here and all that. So mm -hmm. now, COVID's not a thing anymore, according to the world. People have been going to theaters. Let's get this. Let's let's get a real live depiction on how much money this movie made because they did the simultaneous theaters in HBO Max, and everybody's like, "Why the fuck?" Would I go to the theaters when, when I <laughs> and then movie theater like yeah. studios, studios were like, man, we're missing out on money. I'm like, quit doing the fucking simultaneous shit. You know what I'm saying? So now they're just putting it in theaters, and I think this is really going to do well in theaters. It's like almost three hour long movie, but you know, mm -hmm. Endgame was three and a half hours, and people did fine. So if the movie's great, yeah. nobody gives a fuck how long it is. No, just need uh, that interlude. Yeah. Trying to pee. Yeah, I just need that. Like, uh, we got, I mean, the, the cast is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the first Dune was great. I liked it. Um, anything when it's dated, you know, I'll kind of tend to watch it because I believe she is a very great, very good at what she does. Uh, she's yeah. talented. Uh, Timothy you. Chalamet, he is great. I liked him in the first one. I didn't watch Wonka. I don't know how he, how he did in that one. I haven't heard any bad or any good reviews. I haven't heard anything from Wonka, so um, you got the dude that played Elvis <laughs> in the, the latest movie. Uh, your boy Jason Momoa's in it, obviously. Batista's in it. Josh Brolin, Anna Taylor. Jo like you, uh, Javier Bardem. Like you can't pick a better cast to put together for this thing. So I'm excited to see it, and uh, I believe it's more action packed than the first one. If you believe that, so I will be uh, tuning in and watching that when it drops in theaters. Jen. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so I I really like the the 1980s one. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but I think his name's is it Kyle McClellan? I think that played uh Paul in the first one, and then Sean Young plays uh Zendaya's character. Uh I uh I am comparing the two. I have to say that um I'm really enjoying the 
retelling. No, I don't want to say retelling. What would be the best way to it? Just basically like redoing it. Basically because of what you were saying, Willie. Like when the CGI gets to that point where you can redo it and it can be even more realistic. Um, <clears throat> I'm here for it because, you know, yeah. the 80s had its thing and it was going on. and But, you know, now that we've, you know, oh, God. Like 40 years later, <laughs> um, it's even better. 84 is when it came out, yeah. Oh, god, uh, <laughs> I don't talk about it. I don't talk about it. Okay, I'll talk about it. I mean, just the, the, the scene, like a little spoiler, just when um, you see Paul and his mom like running across the desert, and then the sandworm like comes out, and these things seem so much bigger than they were in the first one. It could be just me, and then it just kind of like looks at Paul and it's like almost like purring at him or something. That was something that you didn't see in the first one. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, they can definitely tell something is, is different with him. <clears throat> and it's just, I enjoyed that part just because the, the sandworms look so much more realistic. And uh, Timothy is such a great actor. And like you said, like Zendaya is such a great actor. I'm here for that too. Um, the desert definitely seems more realistic. Like I had some Iraq flashbacks. I'm like, yo, dude, that's, that's the desert. <laughs> like, I wish I had that suit while I was deployed, like recycle some of my sweat, like use that instead of like dying in the heat. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I really look forward to part two. Part one was great. Like I loved the the first one. Or um the the original one from the 1980s. I haven't read the books. It's definitely uh not my style of books. Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm definitely here for long as fuck uh, books. <laughs> it, I'm not like I, I, this is more like a something I'd watch on TV. I'm not necessarily like read a book with. I don't know. I, I might dabble. I don't know. But but, but yeah, I'm here for it. I like it. The power okay. of <laughs> the power of sand. The power of sand compels you? Is that the power, <laughs> the power of sand? Kind of like the power of tournament. <laughs> so going into the next movie that we have to share with you guys going in line um, is on March 8th. We have Kung Fu Panda 4. Um, now, I don't know if you guys feel like this is nerdy, but I do love the Kung Fu Panda series. Um, Absolutely. I I love it. Like, um, have you seen the trailer for it? Because it came out. No. Oh, girl, you got to go see this trailer because it okay. is hilarious. I was watching it. Um, I went to go see Argyle in the movies and um, also very great movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but during this movie, they had um, Kung Fu Panda 4. Like they had a trailer come out for it. And I was cracking up laughing. Um that's all I'm gonna say about it. <laughs> because Katie's I'm gonna let ready you... for this movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Click the click the one after it. Oh who shoot, is, my bad. Who is this? That's probably that my would husband. be EJ. Yeah. yeah. I I can speak to we'll that. This later. <laughs> so we'll it is definitely it is definitely one of them because there's always something that Poe learns. How to train your dragon. Was there three of those? Yo, yes. yes. Oh, okay. Better than How to Train Your Dragon? I, oh, God. 
And I reserve the right, because I mentioned this on the smoke pit. When the third Spider-Verse movie comes out, it will be the best trilogy animated or superhero, hands down. But just speaking animated-wise, How to Train Your Dragon is the best animated trilogy. Oh, I feel a pull coming. Oh, he's he's challenging you. <laughs> okay. I see you so, and I hear you. <laughs> so for me. So, all right, definitely need a poll with that one. Let so I can I can say like with the Kung Fu Panda, Poe always learns something at the end about himself and he always grows. Mm-hmm. I always appreciate that. And I, I really enjoy like having my kids watch it because I I <clears throat> like the first one, I'm like, oh, there's no way they can top that ending. There's no way. And then the second one comes along. Damn. There's no, he, like, he found his chi. There's no way they can top that. Oh, now he's like freaking like becomes a dragon and defeats Carl. I'm like, there's no way they can top that. So I'm like, now they're doing a fourth one. I'm like, damn it. They're going to top it. I know they are. They're going to top I'm gonna it. All I'm going to say but, is just watch the trailer. But you'll be happy. <laughs> now, when it comes to how to train your dragon, it is that is a rabbit hole. If I watch the first one, I have to watch all three. I can't just watch one. I have to watch all of them. And I'm not going to lie. I have a playlist on my phone that is How to Train Your Dragon. Me and my kids listen to it. And we freaking jam out. Because I love some of those songs. When he's flying. I'm like. I'm like, dude, I got to get down with it. My kids. Anyway, I, I love it. I'm not going to blame my kids. I'll just say I love it. But I can't just watch one with How to Train Your Dragon. I have to watch all of them. And. I freaking cry at the end of every movie because I'm just like, here you go. I don't even have kids and I'm watching these movies. Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, How to Train Your Dragon's best. Love it. Yes, I, I do love that movie. AD actually uh, used to have a car and its name was Toothless. <gasps> it was a Mitsubishi a 3000. Yeah, it was a matte black Mitsubishi. Our DO so, here has a. Uh, like an all-black midnight edition tell you ride and her license plate says toothless on it and i was just Shut like, up. i'm like yo that's badass man. i ain't gonna hold you i ain't gonna i'm low-key jealous like, <laughs> like i'm looking it. at my license plate, like, why wasn't i cool it, it picked a fucking cool name for my car right i know <laughs> i'm over here like my car's name is lola <laughs> ruby yeah oh girl now, now I can tell you, I do have a uh, blue Tesla right now, and her name is Raven, off of Mystique Raven, because she's like a nice dark blue. Now, that is like, I would love to take credit for it, but that's actually AD's car that I have been gifted, so it's not even, it's not even my name. Still counts. Still counts. Still counts. Yep. We'll give it to you. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, um, Kung Fu Panda is coming out on March eighth. Like I had said, it's animated. It's great for the kids. Um, it's got uh, Jack Black in it and Aquafina. Um, now Aquafina is one of those characters or actresses rather that is just in everything. She was in The Little Mermaid uh, as yeah. Scuttle, uh, yeah. and she was in Shang Chi. Um, yeah. But Jack Black, you know, being our Poe, <laughs> he he is Tenacious D himself. He is the rock legend of Tenacious D, as well as Bowser and Super Mario Brothers. So I'm excited, uh, needless to say, about that. 
uh, I feel Jack Black can do no wrong. He is a he's yeah. mad at Alvin lately. <laughs> he yeah. he knows what roles to take and what roles not to take. He knows what's you, he knows what's him and he knows what's not him. You know what I'm so saying? You enjoyed Nacho Libre, like that was in oh, your yeah. bag. I did enjoy Nacho Libre okay, uh, because awesome. because he walked into that knowing that it was a a, a silly movie and he. He embraced the full silliness of it. like Tenacious D. Like he just like he can't like here's the thing, like him and his boy could be great, but they just do it as a fucking bro. This is us hanging out. Let's just put some shit out. And the fact that they embrace that, I embrace it even more. You know, like if they were out here trying to be fucking serious and win Grammys and shit, like they wouldn't be going anywhere. You know, just no. you hanging with your people's doing dope shit, having fun. And yeah. Let's other people join in on that fun. I'm here for it. So, mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda, fucking Bowser, the 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 switch in Jumanji, where the actual person who is him is a female, and he he is playing that role. Like, I can't see anybody else being able to do that shit. You know oh no, absolutely, absolutely not. Yeah, I know. That does no wrong in in, in my eyes. So, mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Is it? You got Dustin Hoffman back in it. Brian Cranston, Viola Viola Davis. So. The cast is great. I'm not a big Aquafina fan. Like when I hear a voice in a movie, I'm just like, oh, you know, <laughs> you know, like nothing against her. I'm just like, there it is I again. I don't know. So I'm I'm real big, and I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole. But real quick, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. when you have like legit voice actors who mm-hmm. don't get to be on screen to act and things like that, but they are just paid to do like. Everybody here plays video games, so there's very famous and very prolific voice actors mm-hmm. whose job is is to relay emotion and stuff through through just their voice. But then you have people who are actually actors in in movies like Dustin Hoffman mm-hmm. and Brian, like decorated, right. very highly esteemed in their profession, doing voice acting for these roles, and in a sense, taking jobs away from just professional voice actors. Are we cool with that or, or not? So <clears throat> I think, um, if I may say, there is an inflection that people have when they're voice actors. There is timing when you read a script. There is feeling that, that comes across in your voice when you do it. You can hear it with um, audiobooks. Uh, there are a lot of actors that have that as well mm-hmm. who have, have read audiobooks or even like um, do documentaries. Um, I think there there was something that I read that when the uh, the Rock did um, Moana, Moana, yeah, <clears throat> when he did Moana, like he was really nervous because he wanted to make sure that he did a good job. Like he didn't just want to like get up there and just read a script. Like he wanted to sound like Maui. He wanted to like embody it. He wanted to have good voice acting. And I, I think that comes across and why um I think we had said in like a previous episode, Tay, like it means a lot when you have voice actors come back and voice the same character over and over because it sounds like them, they have the right inflection, they they say the words correctly. It it makes a big difference to me to answer your question. No, I completely agree, but I also don't see why. Now, this might be me just being so oblivious to the Hollywood world as to why voice actors can't be real actors, like, on 
playing a different role like in the flesh um if they have that talent uh why can't they be like who they already are like they're already doing the work they're just not showing their face for it now there are some people that can't cry on screen and every single time you see that <laughs> you Tom laugh Cruise, man. Tom Cruise, yep man. there's cool. that <laughs> so um you know yeah i mean there's some that can do it like jack black obviously can can knock it out the park doing absolutely it. um there there are some that can but at the same time i'm just you know like i don't know i mean it's not affecting my pocket either way but there mm -hmm. are some where you can tell actors are just phoning it in you know uh, a lot of DreamWork movies like fucking Shark's Tale. Like, that's probably the one thing I don't like Jack Black in, only because it's Shark Tale. And like Will Smith, yeah. Renee Zellweger was terrible. Martin, bro, it's just they had a star yeah. studying cast that didn't give a fuck. Mike Myers can pull it off. He did Shrek. Eddie Murphy can pull it off. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's some that can do both and some that just can't. No. Now, Jen, you're laughing at this comment. Like, I want like, who who is this? Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Oh, he, he played Lex like, Luthor in. Um, he played Blue in fucking Rio, and they made like two of those movies. Yeah, and he's the one that played uh, Lex Luthor in. Um, was it Batman versus Superman? Or was it the was, uh, was the new like Superman? Superman Returns. From what I've read. Yeah, oh, and I'm just either way, it's trash. So, mm -hmm. the social, <laughs> yeah, he the social. Oh my god, that social network was those. Uh, yeah, Batman versus Superman. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, even eighties. Like, okay, skip it. dot com. We shall not talk about <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg anymore. Message received. Thank you. Thank Got you, it. my friend. <laughs> Got it. Got it. He shall not be. He sh we will name him Voldemort. We you know what I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. So moving on, you know, from our ready. off. Um, what? Do it. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Cool. I I didn't know why you took the gas. So I was so excited. I'm so excited okay. to talk about this. <laughs> okay. So the next thing we're going to talk about is damsel. Uh, now, this is a uh, Netflix movie that is uh, coming out on March 8th, the same day as Kung Fu Panda 4. It's got um, Millie Bobby Brown, who is 11, and uh, Stranger Things. And it's also got Robin Wright, uh, who is the Princess Bride in the Princess Bride, right? She, she was, uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so this, um, this had a trailer come out and Jen actually tagged me in it and I had never seen it before. So I was like super intrigued into about it. Um, the storyline, uh, is very much about like a princess that has to marry somebody, um, due to like her evil step parents kind of thing. Um, so it literally is, uh, it literally makes me feel about like stranger things. It's got a very much stranger things vibe to it, uh, with the amount of, um, monsters that you kind of see. Um, and she's in a forest and everything too, uh, mm -hmm. given just the trailer itself. Right. Um, but nonetheless, it's coming out on Netflix. So I'm actually quite excited about it. Uh, Jen, what are your thoughts? And Willie, have you actually seen this trailer? 
Let me see it. Trailer. Um, obviously, if it's on Netflix, I'll, I'll check it out because it's like yeah. no, no harm, no foul, no real. Uh, I'm right. the only thing giving up is time. But um, and, and I'm not gonna say Netflix <laughs> has been batting a thousand with their their original movies. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, latest one was Flight with. Granted, when you say Kevin Hart is the lead in it, you're like, ah, whatever, you know. But they put money into these things, and these shows are not it. People are like, oh, if you like money heist, you'll you'll love Flight or whatever height, whatever it was, Money Heist. Someone, yeah. You know, Money Heist is brilliant. That movie with Kevin Hart is trash, but I digress. Um, I'm excited. Uh, I like how the trailer just starts it off like it's some kind of fairy tale thing, and then it gets mm-hmm. like dark. dark. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's roll the dice on this one. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, obviously, like you said, uh, from Stranger Things. Um, I'm glad they're rolling up on a what I'm assuming is the final season of Stranger Things because these kids are like mm-hmm. grown right now. And yeah, it's watching them like be kids. I'm just like, bro, this dude's like, <laughs> bro, we he's get, like, like 20. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Where these braces like dusty, bro? You're grown, bro. You have your all your teeth. <laughs> Don't speak with yeah. a like, bro. Let's move on. Like, let's play some. You gotta other shave roles. now. <laughs> <laughs> let's play some other roles, my guy. Yeah. But uh. I'm I'm intrigued. I can't wait to watch it. And and again, it being on Netflix, uh, you know what I'm saying? Not too much. You just go yeah. watch Comic Panda during the day, come back, watch Damsel at night. It's a yeah. it's a win win. <laughs> Cause this is not for the kids, I don't think. It doesn't right. look like it's for kids. They they're watching their YouTube and their Insta books and snap faces and <laughs> snap, faces. snap faces. Oh god, okay. you sound like Eric. Okay. It's it's um you know, I, I, I tagged you Tay because um, this is actually some of the books that I really like to read. Like you kind of see this uh, <clears throat> damsel in distress, but she low key has this um, fortitude and strength that you didn't see in the beginning. Okay, so that's what I kind of thought. Yeah, basically, whether or not she has any training, she has that that will to survive. So. Kind of looks like she's like getting married and they throw her and it looks like maybe like a dragon. I don't think they ever really show it's coming after her. And she's like, fuck this shit. I am going to fight my way out of this. And um, that's what I like to see with my uh, lead character. Um, my my spouse and I have many conversations about this. I am kind of over this reluctant hero shit. Like mm-hmm. I want to I want to see my character like you can be remorseful of the life life that you're not going to have but embrace that fight embrace you being different and being special and just freaking go for it so i'm with you lily like it's on netflix no harm no foul i'll give you like hour and a half two hours of my day and i'll watch it like i like millie bobby brown she's everything i've seen her in i haven't seen the um nola Holmes or whatever that she I haven't watched that but um I'm I'm here for it she's a good actress you know I think mm-hmm. I think she's done a great job so um I'm I'm definitely here for it like it's definitely uh up up my my lane of curiosity I'm here for it yeah definitely very uh interested to see what they do with that and the, given the fact that it is on Netflix right that we've all been saying it's it's a win-win like 
it's there. Like, why not just watch it? Yeah. Um, Here watch, guys. <laughs> so uh, going into the next thing that um, I would like to kind of like just brush up upon um, just because like it's something that interests me. And I know that like Jen, um, I don't know if you've really gotten into it as much, but uh, mm. this is Invincible season two, part two. Uh, so part one came out um, at the uh, later end of uh, the year prior. I think it was in November um, <clears throat> that Invincible came out and it kind of uh, just took me by surprise. Um, so this is coming out on March 14th. It's obviously a show that's on Amazon Prime. Um, and uh, part one kind of started with uh, the the kid of Omni-Man, right? Um invincible mark. right yeah thank you mark um he he was just kind of like actually like siding with omni man and doing like some really fucked up shit and you were like yo what the stumped. fuck is happening <laughs> he gets so <laughs> yeah dude like uh it, it was wild to watch like and yeah. i am super intrigued to see where they take it and um where they go with it i'm gonna watch part one again prior to watching part two um but i'm i'm really just excited and pumped if you will um about this show uh coming back out it is animated it's not for kids don't do that um but uh yeah willie what you got because i know you also have watched invincible um I'm a big Invincible fan. Again, it's one of those uh, properties that I did not know was a comic slash graphic novel, however people want to put it, um, until uh, Amazon brought it to light. So um, shout out to Amazon for doing that. The Boys, I did not also know that that was a comic slash graphic novel series. So they're bringing a lot of things to my attention where once I see it, I get interested and then I can mm -hmm. go and support, you know, the artists and the writers and stuff of those comics by buying the books. But I'm a big fan of it. Um, there's a lot of people, it, I, I guess like the first season, um, I'm not going to say critically, a lot of people were kind of not for it, but I know um, a few of, of, of in my circle were just like, I'm not a big fan of it based on X, Y, and Z. I, I, I loved every minute of it. Um, I like the premise of it, you know, um, the, the ending of the first season where you see uh, Omni-Man, who's voiced by the fucking amazing J.K. Simmons, who is another <laughs> person where I'm just like, he, Love this him. man, that's no wrong, right? Um, but, uh, I was I was skeptical at first because I knew Seth Rogen was behind it, and I'm not the biggest fan of, of everything Seth does. Mm. Um, but Invincible is, is great. Season one ended where I was just like, God damn, like, Omni-Man is... like. You have your your. Everybody knows Omni Man is fucked up, like within the first few episodes of the season, but then like when he fucking just starts beating the shit out of his kid, you're just like, God damn, bro, like, <laughs> that's your son, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, your mom is just a pet to me, son, and I'm just like, this man is off the fucking chain. God damn. Flies off, you know, and you're just like, what the fuck? So after season one, that's when I started going online reading the books and stuff so now it's like i kind of know the whole arc of of what invincible is to be mm. but it's no different than like with my anime like i'll read the manga of it and i know what's going to happen but i still mm -hmm. watch it's just the animation hearing the voices hearing the actors actually portray that emotion in the scenes and stuff 
and seeing right. if Amazon is going to take any kind of artistic liberties and, and switch anything up to make get you on your toes or whatnot. But absolutely, I, I will be tuning in to, uh, to part two of I hate the fact that they're doing this two parts to a season because season yeah. one just it just Rude. came season one, right? Now you're Rude. talking. Yeah. Uh, season two part like Walking Dead did through through like which which mid season finale like stop fucking doing that and just don't put do that out just put it out. Just I agree. But I, I will be tuning in for that. I love it. I uh I really liked uh, the first season. I didn't pick up on um. Season two, part one, just because um, I'm a book nerd at heart. And um, there was some book releases <laughs> in uh, November, December, and January. And yeah. I'm mostly caught up now. So uh, I know that's something I should talk about another time. But uh, anyways, I had a couple of books that came out that I had to uh, <clears throat> do my time in. So uh, I will be uh, checking out that, that one. But I have a lot to say about that. I really like yeah. the first season, though. The first season was great. I love it. If you like the first season, uh, you're going to watch the second season. You're going to be like, what the actual fuck is happening? Because that's <laughs> literally uh, the first episode that I watched. Because it came out uh, week by week, right? If Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Well. Um, so I was watching it, and I was just like, when is the next one coming out? And, like, I have to wait. <laughs> Um, like Jones and like you got any more of that? Yeah, <laughs> you got any Bro, more of that? What? I hate, uh... that. I hate <laughs> that they do that, and it's it's a smart business practice because they don't want anybody to just sign up for like a free seven day trial and binge a whole fucking season and then bounce. Yeah. So I get it. but at the same time, like Amazon Prime, like I'm not going nowhere because I want two day shipping. All right, I'm I'm not canceling. <laughs> all right, so just put I the know. fucking shit out all together, bro. Like do it, do it. <laughs> I know you it. have the money it. for it. I have been paying no. you all of this money. You know, I got my dice bowl for this RPG that we've been doing. I got it the next day. I promise easily you, go. you are Amazon getting my money my already. Yeah. I can easily go to Target or whatever store and get whatever the same day. But I'm willing to wait just the extra day for the convenience of you bringing it to my house. And so I always I always tip the driver. I, I tell Alexa, tip the driver, and it does what it does. You know what I'm saying? So. It's uh, like, bro, just give me the full season, man. Like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere, Amazon. I'm not going nowhere. Trust just, me. Just put it right here and just walk away. And I'll put <laughs> let me let me do what I want with it, please. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <sighs> so, going into the next one, uh, we're going to talk about uh, X Men '97, which is coming out on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is also an animated show. Uh, this is on March 20th um, that this is being released. Um, I super love that they have this 90s um, animation vibe still going as, uh, from what the original looked like as to now. Um, full disclosure, I haven't watched the original, um, but I do know that um, some of the vibe like from it just because uh, I did play a lot of the video games um, like growing mm -hmm. up for X-Men. Marvel uh, Alliance. <laughs> I love that game. Power. I, I played, um, oh shoot, I can't even remember what it's called. I'll have to get back to you on what it was. But it was a PlayStation 2 game. You play Scarlet Witch and uh, she was part of the X-Men as well as Jean Grey and like a bunch of other characters. Are you uh, talking about Marvel anyway. Alliance? 
No, I think it was like United or something like that. I don't know. I'd have to get back to you um, on it. It might be Alliance, but I also haven't like played it in literally years. Uh, Back to when PlayStation had those little memory cards and you had to guard them with your life. Yeah. Yeah. You had a dial-up phone too. It was like back in the day. (laughs) AOL? (laughs) Um... (laughs) You can't you can't do internet and uh, make a phone call at the same time. Don't do it. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks so it much. Did suck. Yeah. Mom's um, like, I tried calling you. I'm like, sorry, I was on the internet. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm super excited about this. Uh, George Buzza, who's actually uh, who's going to be voicing one of the um, one of the characters in this uh, series, actually was in the original as what I call original. Um, X-Men in the 2000s, um, the live action, right? He was in that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to watch this. Um, yeah. Apparently they pick up right after um, Professor X, um, Professor Xavier, right, uh, died. Um, so I'm excited to see kind of like where that takes you. And also the trailer looked bomb. So I, I can't wait. Do we have the same okay. theme song? If it's the one that they played in Doctor Strange, the multiverse uh, thing with Bob, I, I can't so. remember what the name of the song or what the movie was. Mm. I'm here for it. X-Men, love it. Yeah. I too am here for it. Um, just Just anything where you can take your time telling the story of something because the movie's uh, Fox just ruined them, um, and 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 it and it's hard to to see that because, like I said, you grow up watching the OG cartoons that would come on Saturday mornings, and then Fox mm-hmm. will make movies, and each movie that came out, I'm just less and less like, yo, know, I don't I don't know how I feel about. It. And my dad, like I said, he read comics, <gasps> and he's taking us, and he's sitting there like, uh, bro, That's like, why do we not in the comic? Why do we keep coming to this? Like, why, why do I keep bringing you guys to this? And I'm just like, I don't fucking know. Like, just one day, one day maybe they'll get it right. And um, X Men First Class, I like that one where they introduced yeah. James McAvoy as a professor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Days of Future Past when they had to send Wolverine back to try to, you know, stop fucking Tyrion Lannister from creating the signal. <laughs> Tyrion Lannister. I, I like dug that I know things. You know, I dug that one a little bit, but then uh Apocalypse and and Dark Phoenix, like I felt they were just I think they were just phoning it in because they knew the writing on the wall was, you know, Fox was gonna end up giving this shit over to Disney and you know, why even yeah. at this point. But this one, I'm yeah. super hyped. Um I, I like anything animated and you're talking to X-Men, so you can actually draw and they can use their actual powers and and you know Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a dope thing, and the big kid in me, uh, the the style of animation they're going back to. I'm like, fucking, give me all of that shit. I you love know? it. Give yeah. it to me. Yeah, I mean, like I when I went to like Universal Studios back in Orlando, Florida, um, where I kind of like grew up, right? Like they had a whole X Men like portion of their uh, Islands of Adventure. And in there, they always had Storm and Rogue. And it was from this 90s cartoon that I had never seen. Um, 
I grew up and I only had those movies really to watch. Uh, but like seeing Rogue and Storm, like Storm was my favorite and my sister, um, her name is Adrian. Uh, she like her favorite was Rogue. Uh, so we always had like these like classic photos with the two of us with like Storm and Rogue. And, uh, I'm, I'm just excited to see where this goes because I haven't gotten to experience it as, um, an individual. Now, have you guys seen uh, the, albeit kind of not needed or unnecessary, vitriol? Because people are just like, man, the characters don't sound the same. And I'm just like, bro, you're getting- I have seen that. I mean- You're getting the people who voiced them literally 30 years ago. Right. <laughs> it makes a difference. To try to it come back. does. Same. Now I get that it like it does make a difference, but I mean it's a whole like three decades later. Like, <laughs> what point in time yeah. you just say like, you had your time? It's now my turn to like try something. The same like, thing with the Joker. Like you have different people that have voiced the Joker. It's yeah, I yeah, but to me, Mark Hamill is always going to be the Joker in the animated series like if he doesn't sound like mark hamill he's gonna yeah. he's gonna sound weird to me he's not gonna sound right yeah, that's just my uh, preference you know it's a it's it's a slope like i appreciate them going back and finding the original voice actors and giving them a chance like having jennifer hell come back the voice gene gray if you don't yeah. know she's a uh, a very uh prolific voice actor in video games like if you played mass effect and you play as commander shepherd as the female she's the one that does the voice of, of female shepherd so, oh okay uh, she also does the voice of bayonetta in the newest bayonetta because the og actress was on some other stuff but that's neither here nor there but i'm all for yeah. it could i have just had new people do the voices i'm sure um but they're trying to go for the nostalgic thing and that's fine not everybody can be like a fucking Peter Cullen, you know what I'm saying? And just Peter do ultimate Optimus Prime's voice from the 80s and just sound just like it. <laughs> you know, hey, if, not everybody anybody, did. Um, if anybody did Optimus besides Peter Cullen, it'd be a travesty. It, it would be hard. Like, I'd be like, did Peter, did Peter pass or what was happening here? Yeah. Like, where's Peter? All right, I need Peter, Peter now. My boy, but Call I'm, him. I'm here for it. You know, as long as the story's good, um, I'm here. Like I'm people swap out all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm glad Daredevil is not fucking Ben Affleck anymore. You know, you don't hear people complaining about that shit. It's not my Daredevil. Like, thank God it's not. You know? Oh no. Yeah, no, no, no. Mm -mm. But we'll see. We'll, we'll chance. Let 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 them cook and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm here for Jen, it. Jen, do you have anything to talk about X-Men before we move on to the next topic? No. Okay, sweet. I'll watch it. <laughs> I mean, it's on Disney Plus, so again, it's that win-win scenario, right? Uh, so yes, the next one, <laughs> the next one is uh, uh, near and beloved to our very own Jen, who's over here. Um, <laughs> it's called Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. <laughs> Uh, so this is a movie uh, that is coming out on March 22nd. It's after Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I still haven't seen. Um, <gasps> I know. Uh, I've watched 
like the original Ghostbusters and then I watched the uh, female Ghostbusters and I feel <gasps> like they were just sorry trying to get the money out of the machine so I didn't take part in the afterlife just because I was like how much more can you get out of Ghostbusters but given the fact that Jen really likes this movie and uh, is looking forward to this next movie um I'm probably going to give it a shot and I'm going to have to go back and actually watch this now. <laughs> you smell that? That was that female Ghostbusters. That's what I smell. Mm. Um, so in this uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, you have uh, Paul Rudd, who is our very own Ant-Man in the Marvel Universe, as well as the OG Ghostbusters from 1984 returning uh, just to name a couple, you have uh, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, um, which I am super excited about. Uh, so, which is probably why I'm also going to give it a watch is just because um, I care about them. Because <laughs> I, I love the original Ghostbusters. So, I am going to tell you right now that this movie is going to get five crowns from me. Um Right off the bat, um, <clears throat> if you guys haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife, okay, it's me. You're missing out. <laughs> so when they did the first Ghostbusters in the um, the '80s, I mean, <clears throat> if you know me at all, I quote Gus Ghostbusters probably on like a daily basis. Like I absolutely love those movies. Like adore them. Like. I mean, you already know, like, Sigourney Weaver's, like, my girl, and I, I absolutely love, like, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, I mean, Harold Ramis, like, love those, love those guys. Mm -hmm. Love those movies. Um, that's just one of those movies that I'll just play in the background when I'm doing whatever, because I love it so much. Um, I was super, if you haven't picked up on it, disappointed in the female version of the Ghostbusters. It took me... Um, really? I didn't get girl, that at all! What really? Yeah, I know. I'm very what? secretive about my my opinion on that. I don't let, let a lot of people know. <clears throat> the only good thing about that movie was Chris Hemsworth was hilarious. I think that was the first time I saw him actually be funny before uh, Takiawati did the uh, the funny versions of Thor movies. But um, when they finally made Ghostbusters Afterlife and um. If you guys didn't know this, like one of the bigger reasons why they never made a continuation of the story had a lot to do with like Bill Murray. Anyways, bygones be bygones. And after Harold Ramis passed away, they ended up making a, um, a Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie was like a continuation. Kind of like, I like how they kind of started a new generation, but you still have the OGs there. So you kind of have both together mm -hmm. and when i watched the afterlife like it got me in my feels like you you saw like um egon there and you know he's he's fighting um gozer and it was just so epic i i absolutely adored it and now that they're gonna have frozen empire and you know i i, I see all the ogs there and i see the new people like Having Paul Rudd there and um oh that that chick she plays um Proxima Midnight the the mom that's Proxima Midnight. Did you guys know that? 
I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm gonna be honest. Got no idea. <clears throat> so in Avengers Endgame, that's Proxima Midnight. From uh, uh Corvius Glick. Thanos' yeah. little uh his little click yeah. that got beat by uh the squad. Yeah. So but, Corvus Glaive got stabbed with Captain America and the ones like okay, that's that's Proxima Midnight. <laughs> Anyways, the, the chick that voices Proxima Midnight and does all the acting, that's that's her. I thought it was somebody else, but that's her. Anyways, um girl, yeah, thanks. All right, Black's got me. Yeah, that's her. <clears throat> Anyways, I am super here for this movie. Any Ghostbusters movie that they pump out, I will watch it, except for the one that shall not be named. Um, it seems like they're Huh? You already watched it, so it's you watched them all. Yeah. You watched them all. It's fine. And, and I'm ready. That's, so this that's, is like Pies of the Caribbean, though. Like, we don't talk about number four. Like, but you yeah. watched it, though, right? I had to. Well, there you Had go. Been. There's nothing. Can we establish? Can we normalize being loyal and being a fan to a property, mm -hmm. and then like watching each thing <laughs> puts out? And if it's not good, just be like, "Yo, this is not good." Yeah. Um. Yeah, because there's. I I feel that more with um. Books made into TV shows and movies. Uh huh. Like, a, my heart was broken to, like, millions of pieces when they made Mortal Instruments into a movie and they got that hideous dude <laughs> to play Jace. And I was just like, the movie's over. Like, why? Why did you do As that? Some, someone who hasn't read the books and watched that movie, I was like, bro, I'm. this movie was not, it's not good. No, and... and it made me not want to read the books. I'm just it's like, yeah, it's Vecna. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, Eric. It's Vecna. Vec <sighs> that guy's supposed to be like freaking hot as shit. And I'm like, you got him up there. And I was like, <laughs> eh. Why? Why? Gentlemen, that's why I don't read books. So I'm, I'm only low key disappointed in when movies are bad instead of destroyed like my girl here. Jen. Yeah, I do. I get I get destroyed. <laughs> it's true. But I mean there are there are some some um books that are made into movies that you know have been good. Don't ask me to name any. I just know that there's some because my heart isn't totally broken. But you know, there have been instances where there are are good good shows that actually made it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, what you got on Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, your turn, buddy. Sorry. I'll watch it again. It's one of those where <laughs> I'm 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 hesitant. Like I'm not going in with like super high expectations. Expectations, yeah. The minute you start bringing in the catch from the 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 80s, I'm just like, is this for fan service? Because Star Wars did the same thing, just bringing everybody the fuck back for fan service. And I'm just like, we all saw the Flash. There's, there's a way. There's a way that you can do fan service, but still not be just cheesy with it you know oh 100 yeah um so i'm hoping that's not how they're bringing these guys back i'm hoping because afterlife was good uh i was oh, skeptical yeah. at first with afterlife i'm just like bro let's let's just remake every fucking movie that was made in the 80s and then you know because hollywood was just in that in that frame of mind at that time because coming out of mm -hmm. COVID, you know they're remaking roadhouse 
it's coming on Amazon Prime. So since it's yeah, watch it. It is Prime. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, because it was like if it was coming to theaters, I'm like I'll wait for it to come on streaming. Uh, like what I do with with most movies that I know are not going to be good. Mm. Frozen Imp- the trailer does bro the trailer has me fucking super excited like good. man I want to check this shit out but yeah again um I'm going I'm I'm going in with my expectations slightly higher uh based on how great Afterlife was for me so I'm going in there but if they bring Bill Murray and and Ernie Hudson and Dan and them they come out and they do some horrible fan service type shit I'm gonna be super pissed Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think I need as much fan service as I did the first time. Mm-hmm. Like if I get a little bit, I'm okay. I mean, they're gonna get my money, so congratulations. <laughs> Take my congratulations. money. Afterlife is good. The trailer has me hooked. Based on what I've seen from Afterlife, I'm I'm watching it. Oh yeah. Okay. So going into our last nerd forecast for the night and for the month of March, we have Godzilla X Kong, The New Empire. Now, this was supposed to originally come out in April uh, last year, but they actually did move it out, uh, move it up to March 29th. Um, So this is also a movie. Um, This is after Godzilla V Kong. I'm excited for it. I love monster movies, so this is, like, right up my alley. And based off of seeing um, Godzilla just do his, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his, like, whole, like, uh, build-up, uh, if you will, uh, and turning, like, purple with, like, electricity before he does his, like, beam of light. Um, <laughs> this is basically as scientific as I can get that. Um, but <laughs> I'm super excited for it because... It's got Zira. <laughs> like I fucking love it. <laughs> like I go to watch Transformers for seeing robots like fight each other. So I'm going yeah. to go watch Godzilla X Kong for the monster fight. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if what you're you going there to not watch big monsters, the fuck are you doing here? You know what I'm saying? Are you <laughs> are home. you here for the, the plot? Are you here for the you know what I'm like what do you like the characters? You know what the hell this shit is about. <laughs> like, if you watch that trailer and you go there and you're just like, bro, when Kong has a fucking power glove on his fucking fist, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's putting this shit on. It's like, I'm just like, bro, this, we're over the top. Like, <laughs> go to watch this shit the same reason people go to watch Fast and Furious. You know, some awful, <laughs> you know what to expect at this point. So, the only yeah. reason that bro this audience going to see this movie like nobody should be leaving here like man that movie was bad like you knew what the fuck this shit was Mm -hmm. i'm here to see godzilla and king kong team up to fight a greater threat just like they did in um the one that uh came out on hbo godzilla v kong i think it was Mm -hmm. also starred millie bobby brown which i was just like you know probably the human acting was not what i was there for i will say that yeah human acting is not what i'm there for um, I'm here to see these CGI monsters fuck up Mecha Godzilla, and that's what correct. Um, correct. it did make me lose respect for Kong, which is why I'm thinking they gave him this fucking power gauntlet, <laughs> the infinity gauntlet for this one. Because yeah, Godzilla was working his ass Man. in the first one. <laughs> like, I mean, you a big strong ass gorilla, but uh 
these these things like breathe fire and have like superpowers and you're just like you're just strong you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. cool we don't need you throwing barrels at these people we need you to like fuck them up you know what i'm saying so um yeah uh i'm 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 excited like i said kaiju season is back um mm-hmm. here to watch all of it monsterverse stuff i have not watched monarch though um but i don't yeah, need yeah. to watch that yeah i don't think that ties directly in to godzilla v kong um but i'll be in theaters to watch it yeah jen what about you like are you excited for this movie or are you just kind of like <laughs> eh, it's another monster movie no i am um well i'm i'm a big uh godzilla fan mostly because of my husband and my kids my youngest zeke like you know zeke zeke carries around godzilla like other kids carry around teddy bears and if he puts godzilla he's like oh no godzilla and like he's right here zeke he's like oh okay godzilla so i kind of love godzilla because of (laughs) my youngest um i honestly i i i love all the godzilla movies um not so much the 1995-ish Matthew Broderick one. That one was uh That was uh, apartment. That was like 90. Was that 97, 98? Something like that. that it was, was uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. So when it came out, I was really, really excited. I remember this very vividly. There was lots of merch and stuff and I had cups and they had all sorts of things that you can get. And I remember going to the theaters and watching it. But I mean, when the newer ones came out, way, way better. He didn't look like a giant, like iguana. Like he looked like the actual, like Godzilla from like the older movies. I'm so glad they, they fixed that. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely here for it. I love monster movies too. Um, especially with like the, the, the Titans and everything. And I do watch a lot of the um, the older ones that are a little on the cheesy side, but you know they have a a special place in my heart. Still love them. So yeah, I'm here for it. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm down for it. I literally so um, while you were talking, I had a flashback because you said 2000s, and I thought of the old uh, King Kong movie. <laughs> With Jack Black, uh, that was in 2005. So that's what I was thinking about. Oh, the Jackson one? Yeah, that one was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't handle the bug scene. The bug scene, like I'm pretty tough, awful. man. <laughs> like, this is that is one of? The, is that one of the scenes that you have to like cringe away from and you can't watch? Like, you know? oh god, like, kind of like I'll watch it, but I mean, I'm just kind of like, I hope it's not too soon after dinner because I'm almost like, ugh, it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> horrible way to die horrible but anyways die. um so going into uh does anybody have any other godzilla x kong uh the new empire like things that you guys want to talk about um sweet so we are finally into our final shots and thoughts of the night um so i'm gonna change the background because i realize i don't know how to do that yet we don't have a transition for that yet. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, we are doing our final shots and thoughts of the night. Um, so this is really where we want to say just thank you to uh, Mac um, for coming out and supporting us and really everybody who have been so active in the comments tonight. Thank you guys so much. Um, Heck yeah. Like, it has been amazing. I actually saw like our 
viewer count go up to like 13 at one point, which is like a new all time high that I have seen. Uh, so it's like super awesome to like see you guys come out and like, we love it. Thank you guys so much. Um, and of course, Mac, thank you for joining us on this lovely evening to talk about Echo and <laughs> the uh, nerd forecast because I love that you stuck around for it. Jen, you got anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, you're going to talk about uh, Wednesday? Absolutely, I am. Thank cool. you for catching me up on that. Uh, so just as a reminder, if you guys haven't seen it, we do have a um, ad out there, like kind of just like a little trailer of what we're doing on Wednesday. So uh, on Wednesday, Jen and I, uh, your very own Queens of Nerdom, will be going on to Comically Inclined. Um, and that is also Woo! on... <laughs> that is also <laughs> on 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern or 7 p.m. Central. Um, we're going to be talking about our top five mythologies. Uh, so I'm like super geeked and nerded out about this. This was like my topic that I wanted to talk about or wanted them to really talk about. And they invited us on it. And I can't be more excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've already done like my research and I'm like super excited to be there. And <laughs> have I said how excited I am yet? But anyway. I know. I'm stoked. It's going to be fun. Um, what else you guys got? Do you guys want to talk about anything else before we close it out for the night? Um, I just want to say, Willie, thanks for coming out tonight. Really appreciate you hanging out with us. Always a pleasure. Uh, thank you everybody that hung out with us in the chat and everybody that uh, hung in there with us through the whole time. We always uh, appreciate the, uh, the interaction really adds to the show. 100%. And, uh, thank you ladies for having me. Uh, I had a blast, and uh, it's it's always a good time. So let's not uh wait so long to uh to join. Well, I mean, we did the uh the Avenger thing back in what December? December, December. yeah. And then so yeah, uh, it's about three months. Let's not wait so long for the for the next little get together to talk about some stuff. So um, hundred percent love what you guys are doing with the RPG, with the, the collaborations and stuff. So it's beautiful watching you guys grow and uh, to be a part of it, it means a lot. So uh, thank you guys for, for uh, being part of the team. Thanks dude. All right. Night y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.